Resolutions by Douglas J. Ebach. In the town of Normal, Pennsylvania, there's a little church at the corner of Wilson and Elm. Every year for the last six years, Senior Pastor Henry O'Donnell has made a New Year's resolution to lose 10 pounds, but he's ended every one of those six years heavier than he began it. A few years ago, he tried to achieve his goal by joining a gym. However, his busy schedule caused him to stop going after two visits, even though it paid for an entire year up front. The following year, he vowed to walk a mile every day, but the winter weather in Pennsylvania put a quick end to that. He thought this year would be different, though. This year, he planned to work out in the warmth and convenience of his office at the church. On his lunch break, he would do sit-ups and push-ups, and he purchased a set of dumbbells so he could do some weight training. His resolution was simply to do this workout every day. He figured a couple hundred calories burned every day would add up. Meanwhile, Church Secretary Tammy Billings had resolved not to be so critical of others this year. Not that Tammy was particularly critical, but she believed the best New Year's resolutions were about changing one's attitude, and it was the only thing she could think of that she could improve. Increasing her humility didn't occur to her. Associate Pastor Michelle Tellum made a whole bunch of resolutions. Michelle was an ambitious young woman, after all. One of her resolutions was to keep her desk clean. However, before she could keep the desk clean, she first had to get it clean. This was no small chore. It had been at least two months since she last saw any of her desktop. The surface had been completely subsumed by an ever-shifting pile that Michelle referred to as the mound. Though she was part of the digital generation, Michelle had a nagging distrust of computers, so she made it a point to keep hard copies of all important paperwork. She also liked to jot down ideas for sermons and church activities on little sticky notes. And she collected knickknacks. The paperwork, sticky notes, and knickknacks all fed the mound. The mound also liked to hide things, things like Michelle's phone and computer keyboard. Michelle thought of the mound like a creature from an old 1950s sci-fi movie, slowly sucking anything that came too close into its belly. So when Michelle arrived at the church the Monday after New Year's Day, she went immediately to the main office to order a new file cabinet with which to cage the mound. She found Pastor O'Donnell showing Tammy the new dumbbells he'd purchased for his resolution. Michelle told them about her resolutions as well. Tammy had some doubts about both pastors' plans, but remembering her own resolution, she said, I'm sure you'll both be very successful. Then she got out the office supply catalog and gave Michelle an order form. She suggested Michelle fill out the form there rather than take it back to her office downstairs. After all, the mound hadn't been tamed just yet. It would take a couple days for the filing cabinet to arrive, so in the meantime, Michelle set about surgically disemboweling the mound and dividing its innards into piles that would go into carefully labeled individual file folders. As the mound gradually shrank, its offspring spread across Michelle's floor and out into the hallway. Michelle uncovered several unusual things as she dissected the mound over the next two days. The most disturbing was the petrified remains of a half-eaten sandwich that she dated back to November based on papers in the surrounding strata. Most surprising was a necklace made of seashells, surprising because Michelle didn't remember ever owning a necklace made of seashells. Most valuable was a check reimbursing her for food she had bought for a church activity in October. She smiled as she considered how great it was to find money, even if it was your own money that you had simply misplaced. Then her smile faded as she noticed a little message in the check that read, not valid after 90 days. She did a quick calculation. Today was the 89th day since the check was cut. She folded the check, stuffed it in her pocket, and headed out to the bank. Tammy caught her before she reached the front door. Your filing cabinet just arrived, Tammy said. Great, Michelle exclaimed. I'm going to the bank now. I'll get started on the filing tomorrow morning. Tammy frowned. She knew Michelle was making progress on her task, but the little pile spread out down the hallway bothered her. She wanted them gone as soon as possible. However, she had resolved not to be critical. That's great, Tammy said, choosing her words carefully. I'm sure when the choir comes for rehearsal tonight, they'll be careful not to step in your papers. Oh, that's right, Michelle said. 
I forgot about choir practice. Well, I guess I do have one more day to cash this check. Let's get the file cabinet downstairs, and I'll get everything put away today. Getting the file cabinet downstairs turned out to be a problem, however. The delivery people had left as soon as Tammy signed for it, and it was a lot heavier than either of the women expected. Maybe I'll call Ralph to come and give us a hand, Tammy said. Ralph was her husband, and the church's unofficial handyman. Pastor O'Donnell happened to be walking by just then and overheard. Don't bother, Ralph, he said. I'll move it for you. Are you sure? Tammy asked. I've been working out all week, O'Donnell said. Time to put my new muscles to use. O'Donnell had indeed been working out every day, and he felt great. According to the scale, he hadn't lost any weight, but he'd already noticed it was easy to do his exercise regimen. O'Donnell retrieved the hand truck from the storeroom, slid it under the file cabinet, and wheeled it to the stairs. The file cabinet was heavier than he had expected as well. His confidence in his improved conditioning began to waver. He lowered the file cabinet step by step, his face red, sweat trickling down his temple. He managed to get it wheeled into Michelle's office, but just barely. Thanks so much, Michelle said. Any time, O'Donnell panted. Okay, I'm going to do my workout. He staggered out of her office and back upstairs. When he reached his office, he closed the door and lay down on the floor. He glanced over the dumbbells but left them where they were. He decided moving the file cabinet would count as his exercise for the day. Michelle immediately got to work filing her little stacks of paper in the new file cabinet. She worked late, finally shoving the last file folder in just before nine. By then, every drawer of the cabinet was filled to near bursting. She had to wriggle that last file back and forth to force it into place. But the mound was gone. Michelle looked proudly at the clean, empty expanse of desk. The year was getting off to a good start. She went home to make herself some dinner. The next morning, Tammy came down to admire Michelle's success. The desk wasn't quite empty anymore. Michelle had some sermon notes out and she'd set the old expense check by her monitor so she wouldn't forget to deposit it before the end of the day. Still, the transformation was miraculous and Tammy told her so. I think I'm going to need another filing cabinet if I'm going to keep it clean, Michelle said. This one's already full. Tammy ran up to get the office supply catalog in order form. As she passed Pastor O'Donnell's office, she noticed he was lying on the floor. Doing your exercises, Tammy asked? No, O'Donnell replied. My back really hurts today. I think I'd better take the day off. When Tammy got back to Michelle's office, Michelle was on the phone, so Tammy just slipped the catalog and form onto her desk. Later that afternoon, Tammy went to Michelle's office again to bring her a report sent over by the district. Thanks, Michelle said, and set the report on what was now a small pile by her monitor. Tammy frowned as she realized that pile was a new baby mound, and it was growing fast. Did you fill out the order form for that second file cabinet, she asked. Oh, Michelle said, I forgot. Let's see, the catalog is under here somewhere. She dug through the pile until she came across her still uncashed check. Oh, shoot, I've got to get this to the bank before it closes. She leapt up and ran out the door, calling back over her shoulder. I'll get the order form to you tomorrow. Yeah, right, Tammy muttered as she headed back to the main office. That woman will never get herself organized. It was the seventh day of the year, and O'Donnell, Michelle, and Tammy had all failed on their resolutions, which was two days longer than it had taken the previous year. Thank you.